Hey guys, I am Caleb Giddings, and you are watching Gun Day Brunch, brought to you by Taurus USA and Guns.com. If you're looking for information on reliable firearms for personal protection, home defense, and any other lawful purpose, go ahead and go to Taurus USA to check out the guns that we make. And if you want to buy one of those guns, you can click on the little Guns.com icon and go straight off to our friends at guns.com to make that purchase. You buy the gun, you add it to your cart, you give them your credit card information, the gun gets shipped to an FFL dealer, you go to the FFL dealer, you fill out your 4473. If they're old school, you do it with a pen and paper, or if they're you know slightly more modern, you can now do the typing type on the computer, and then uh, they transfer your gun to you, and you go home and you've got a new affordable defensive firearm from Taurus USA. Now, in today's episode, you'll notice that it's just little old me. Uh, Jack and Keith went to Tahiti to elope, so I hope that they're having a beautiful ceremony and that they're just, you know, very happy together forever. But in all seriousness, today's an interesting topic, and it's one that I, uh, I actually do have a dog in the fight, and today we're asking, what are we doing with 40? Like, what are we doing with 40 cal in this day and age, right? And if I bend down in my office right here, <clears throat> I have a ammo can that's full of 180 grain FMJ. And over there in a pile behind the camera, I have boxes and boxes of 180 grain hydroshocks, which were the bullet. Like, that was the absolute cool guy stacking bodies bullet of like the 1990s and the early 2000s was the 180 grain Hydroshock. And here's the thing, it still works, right? But even if the 180 grain Hydroshock was the absolute like best drop in bad people round of the late 90s and early 2000s, ballistic technology has caught up. A 124 grain Federal HST 9 mil round is going to, actually it'll outperform 180 grain Hydroshock, and it'll basically perform the same as like 180 grain HST in 40. The bullets do the same thing. They expand about the same, they penetrate about the same, they, they do all the same stuff. And obviously with 40, you get more recoil and less capacity. So what, what are we doing with 40 today, guys? What's the future of 40? Where's 40 going? Well, I do think that 40 will stick around for a long time, and we're never going to see the end of 40. But weirdly, not because of law enforcement. While there will always probably be agencies that keep the 40 Smith & Wesson alive that are going to keep carrying it, I don't think that it's going to be agency use that drives sales and purchases on the 40 Smith & Wesson because... As we've seen in the last 5-10 years, more and more agencies are moving away from it and moving to 9 mil. No, what is going to keep 40 alive? Competition shooting. So 40 is going to end up like 38 Super. This is my prediction, is that 40 is going to end up like 38 Super. And if you don't know the history of 38 Super, 38 Super used to be an incredibly popular consumer caliber. It actually used to be a popular-ish caliber for law enforcement use way back in the way, way, way back, which eventually become relegated to this niche of being a competition-only caliber, right? The only people in the United States that are really shooting a lot of 38 Super 
are competition shooters who are either running it in 1911s so they can make minor power factor and get more rounds in and have a gun that works better than a 9mm 1911 or guys who are running major power factor open guns and they're probably running like 38 super comp maybe but that's where 38 super lives it is a competition caliber that is primarily kept alive by competition shooters and a few caliber nerds here or there who happen to love 38 super hi it's me i'm caliber nerds but that's what's going to happen to 40 smith and wesson and that's where we'll go as long as uspsa requires certain divisions to have major power factor let me explain what major power factor is very very briefly Back in the dark days when we believed in silly things like handgun stopping power, the rules of some of the shooting sports were constructed to award a scoring advantage to guns that were higher power. So that was 40, 10 mil, 45 ACP. Those were what we called major power factor. And those rules still exist in USPSA for 40 Smith & Wesson, especially in limited division, which is still around and people still shoot limited, even though... It is getting cannibalized by carry optics and now limited optics, which I have a whole separate rant about limited optics and why that's dumb. Um, and But that's a completely different thing. For the record, limited optics and carry optics should be one division. There should just be optics, no compensators, all right? You got open, optics, no compensators, limited, and then production. But make production production again, because right now it is not production division. But I digress. This isn't about USPSA. This is about 40 cal. What is happening to 40 cal? Again, it will just become a competition caliber, I think. I think that you will see the same thing happen to it that we saw with 38 Super. So you will have people who load it, they hand load it for their USPSA limited guns, and they run it in USPSA limited, and that's kind of it. And then, just like 38 Super, you will still see some holdouts, some caliber nerds who use it either, you know, as like a fun recreational caliber or, eh, you know, for a carry gun, like in this Taurus G3C compact in 40 Smith & Wesson, which this one's got the excess big dot sights. This gun actually cracks me up because you guys know that internet meme of we trained him wrong on purpose as a joke. If that was a gun, it would be this, because Taurus haters will tell you that it's wrong because it's a Taurus. Obviously, they don't know what they're talking about. Then people who hate excess sights will tell you that it's wrong because it has excess sights on it. And then people who hate 40 will tell you that it's wrong because it's a 40 cal. And people that hate the TLR7 will tell you that it's wrong because it has you know only a 500 lumen weapon light on it. So it's like... We trained him wrong on purpose as a joke, but I actually like this gun. I was just shooting it today, and yeah, well, there's definitely a... You notice the recoil, because, you know, it's a 40, and it's the size of my hand, but it's not a bad shooter. The recoil spring in this was redesigned specifically for 40 Smith & Wesson, so that when you're cracking rounds with it, you're not necessarily getting beat up by the recoil like you would if it was just a 9 mil that was scaled up for 40. But anyway, that's not the point, right? The point is what's going to happen to 40? And I think the answer is very straightforward. It will become relegated to just being a gamer cartridge with a few holdouts out there. You'll have guys who, you know, they love the 40, they're adamant about the 40. You'll probably get a lot of ex-cops who are like, well, I carried a 40 when I was a cop and that was good enough for me then and it's good enough for me now. And they will, you know, hold on to their 40s and, and that sort of stuff. Uh, but 
I think in general, in the consumer market, you're going to see sales dip year after year after year until it eventually kind of hits the, the bottom. And you'll still see the common loadings, 440, you'll see 165 grain, 180 grain FMJ, you'll see some good defensive rounds, but you won't see some of the more interesting stuff, which is going to make me sad. Like if Federal ever discontinues their 205 grain Federal Syntec load, which is their competition load, I'll be really sad because that's a really good 40 Smith & Wesson load. But that brings us to the end of this short episode of Gun Day Brunch. And here's what I want to know from you guys. What do you think is going to happen to 40? Are you one of those guys who's going to cling to your 40 no matter what and you think I'm dumb because I don't believe in handgun stopping power and I don't think that there is a significant ballistic advantage for a 40 over a 9 mil? If you do, leave me a comment. If you think I'm right that 40 is going to go the way of the dodo and become basically a competition caliber leave me a comment. No matter what, thank you everyone for liking, sharing, subscribing. If you do subscribe, hit the notification bell so you know that when a new episode airs, although we're pretty consistent about airing new episodes on uh, Sundays at midnight, so it's not like it's hard to find us. But anyway, thank you very much everyone for watching, and we will be back next week with a new episode of Gun Day Brunch.